This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1919. You will have mastered future perfect English grammar by the end of this episode. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. By the time you finish this episode, you will have stopped avoiding this advanced grammar point. Are you busy? Do you end up arriving places when the event has already taken place? Find out how to use the future perfect in English and reduce your daily commitments to be less stressed. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? Happy to be here. Recording today on the microphone. It's always my favorite part of the week. So what are you up to today? Ooh, I have a friend meeting me here for lunch, but no worries. We'll have finished recording before she arrives. Well, good to know. Good to know. Because I don't want to hear you chewing on the microphone. <laughs> With a friend sitting here yeah. out of view. And we're hey, both eating. <laughs> That'd be a little awkward. Strange. Don't mind me. <laughs> but you'll notice in my answer there, I shared a grammar structure that's a little complicated to say, we'll have finished recording before she arrives. Guys, this is future perfect. Ooh. You want it. You have surely used it before. You have heard it before. Now you know what it's called. And how it's formed. I think this is going to be really interesting so that, uh, yeah, you can make sure to uh, use it in the future. Yeah, super excited and happy to be getting into grammar. We're going to try to get into more grammar for you guys in 2023, but in the same fun connection, not perfection way we do on All Ears English. I think our listeners are ready for that. They're wanting that. Yeah, yes, definitely. You guys know it's not all about grammar. You don't want to be stressed about every mistake, but I know you guys are interested in improving your grammar because you're at that level. So we're going to give you the information you need to get there. But again, with the focus, like you said, Lindsay, of connecting in English. 
Yes, I love it. So do we need to send our listeners back to any old episodes to get ready for today? Yes, this was a very recent one, episode 1881. We answered the first half of today's listener question. This was from Julie Tang, and it was such an interesting question, but needed a few episodes to really answer it fully. So that one was called Past Perfect Grammar for Clarifying in English, because she asked about past perfect and also future perfect. Okay, so today's kind of like a second part of that episode, right? 100, 100 episodes, or not to 100, about 30 episodes later, we're back, right? Mm-hmm. With part two, um, talking about what exactly, Aubrey? Yeah, so we're going to talk about how we use the future perfect tense, mm-hmm. which, just to break this down, it's an action that will finish sometime in the future before some other event in the future. So this is all about future, right? But it is a perfect tense. So the construction is a little tricky. We want to really break it down so that you guys understand how we form it. Yeah, and I think I just used this on uh, an episode we just finished recording, where I said something like by the time this episode comes out, we will have finished the midterm elections, right? We will have already had the midterm election. So Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Right. So we we do use that will have right when we're looking back from a point in time in the future, we're sort of imagining ourselves in the future after these elections have finished. Yeah. And we're talking about it. So it's so, for example, I might say, oh, I'll have finished dinner by the time you get home. Right. If someone's late getting home from work and I'm eating by myself, I'll have finished dinner by the time you get home. Just pick yourself up something. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And what do we say about don't bother? What are we saying here? I'm not clear. Yeah. So we (laughs) well, so we often use this to say don't bother, like in that case. Right. If Ah. I'm saying you're not going to be home by the time I've finished. So I see, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe if we're at a restaurant and someone's asking, like, have you ordered? I- I'm on my way. You might say, uh, like, don't come because we'll have finished by the time you right. get here. So right, it's, another, right, right. it's sort of a kind way of saying don't bother to come to use this future perfect tense. Yeah, it's kind of very current and it makes sense. I mean, especially for a busy household where for you, you have kids doing soccer and this and that and sports and everyone's all over the place. Right. So I imagine you use this a lot because people's oh, yeah. schedules are coinciding and colliding with each other, not always lining yes. up. Right. And friends like busy moms who like, oh, we want to meet for happy hour, but you got to take your kid here and there. So by the time I get there, you guys may have finished eating. Should I bother coming? Definitely. When you're trying to arrange schedules, this comes up all the time. Yeah. Now that we're kind of moving out of the health crisis, we're all back out there in the world again, you know, living our lives. And so we use this more and more often. Interesting. But today I love, Aubrey, how you've prepared this episode by breaking this grammar down because the whole point is connection. And we want to help you guys, you know, slow down and really understand this with us today. Right, Aubrey? So three layers. Are we going to do three layers of grammar? Exactly right, especially where you're listening to this on a podcast or maybe on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you can't see the words written. We really want to make this clear. So for each sentence that has future perfect, there are sort of three chunks or three layers. We're going to talk about each one and build the sentence as we go so that hopefully it'll be a visual, even though you're listening to a podcast. All right, well, let's start building. So what is the first layer that we need to know? Yeah, so each sentence that has future perfect starts with the subject and then will have and the past participle. And this is the same for every subject. So that makes it a little easy, right? I Uh will have eaten. We will have eaten. So you have the subject, Mm -hmm. I, you, we, will have, and then Mm -hmm. whatever your past participle is. 
Okay, or she will have left, right? By the time she arrives at the restaurant, uh, her friend mm. will have left or will have already eaten dessert or something, right? Okay, exactly. love it. Okay. So the tricky thing is here, we've talked about this before, past participles can be difficult. There are irregular past participles. It's not always just adding mm. ED. So you do need to learn the past participles for each verb. That's key for the perfect tenses, past perfect, present perfect, future perfect. Mm. You have to know the past participle. Maybe someday we could do an episode, like a fun little quiz game episode on Ooh, past participles for our listeners sometime and make it really fun and active and fast. That could be kind of cool. That could it be kind of cool. It would be fun. And just as a note, the best way to learn past participles is just to take in a lot of English because yeah. you probably, that sounded right to you that Lindsay said yeah. she will have left. If she said she will have leaved, Mm -hmm. No, that sounds terrible no. because you listen to our podcast. You listen to a lot of English. <laughs> Usually yeah. you know what sounds correct as a past participle. Yeah, guys, hit follow on Allers English right now so that you don't miss the next episode. And this is how most of our listeners have become nearly fluent is because they got addicted to Allers English and they listened four yes. days a week and then they went back Healthy and addiction. listened to all the episodes. <laughs> you totally. got it. All right, what's all right, next? Let's dive into Layer the two. second chunk. Yeah, so we have, you know, we will have eaten. What comes next is either before or by the time or when some kind okay. of time indicator right mm -hmm. so for example we will have eaten before or we will have eaten by the time mm -hmm. okay i love it or we will have eaten when when mm -hmm. she arrives or something like that yeah right? she'll have left mm -hmm. when they arrive right mm -hmm. they'll have left by the time. So okay. there is flexibility here, but these are the three we use most often before, by the time, and when to share okay. that something will have happened by the time something else happens. All right, I love that. So we're building up these sentences one step at a time. Let's go into the third layer of the sentence here, Aubrey. What is it? Yes, it ends with present tense. So mm -hmm. for example, we'll have eaten before you arrive. So you have okay. the subject and mm -hmm. it's always in present tense. Oh. They'll have eaten before she arrives. Mm -hmm. Again, we have these three chunks. We have the whole sentence here and it ends with present tense. Good. Or she'll have left when he gets here, right? Exactly, right? So that's the full sentence. I hope for you guys, it now seems like this isn't so tough. Like when I understand the chunks, when I, I see what's happening here, it's pretty simple, right? Which is the goal so that you guys can now use it. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
okay, Aubrey, this is great. We've layered out, you know, how to actually create this grammar. What do we need to know in a simple nutshell here? Yeah. So Julie's question asks about will have versus would have. So Julie, if you're listening, I hope you are. Never fear. We're going to share that soon because these again are very different, right? In a nutshell, like you said, Lindsay, (laughs) we use would have as the past tense of will have. So today we're talking about will have, we will have done something. And then we have the past tense of that too. I would have done something. And we also use would have in conditionals to talk about something that didn't happen in the past. So that definitely is another episode. (laughs) Be sure to follow so that you don't miss it because that's really fascinating too. grammar to be able to use. Yeah, that's definitely grammar for another day, guys. We try to take one little grammar piece at a time for you in small doses, right? To make it fun and focus on that connection piece. But I do want to know in a nutshell, let's talk a little bit just for one second about that phrase. What does that mean? Yeah, this is a really great idiom. If you imagine an actual shell of a nut, like if you crack open a walnut and you have the shell there, it's quite small. So if you imagine the information that could fit in that little nutshell would have to really be the synopsis, would have to be the most important details. So that's what we just shared about would have. It would be a whole episode, but we say in a nutshell, here's the basics. I love it. So guys, make sure you hit follow to catch that other episode where we'll get back to that with would have and all those other ways to say that. But for now, what do we have, Aubrey? Yeah, we have a great role play here. This is fun. Lindsay, you have stepped into the hall to take a call from me, your coworker. Here we go. I'll start us out. Okay. Have you guys started the meeting? Yes, they started 30 minutes ago. They'll have finished going over the agenda when I get back. Oh boy. I'm about 45 minutes out still. I think it'll have ended by the time you get here. Oh, Oh, that's a terrible feeling to be that late for a meeting. You're like, oh, no, it'll be over before I ever get there. (laughs) Yeah, what a hard thing. And you pack your schedule so full. You know, you feel like this is always happening to you, right? It's an uncomfortable feeling. You're always running around. Yeah, I know. Especially I this happens to me a lot because I'm bad at prioritizing. I'll be like, I can get all of that done. And then (laughs) I really need to be reasonable and say, okay, this is this is going to have to give. I can't do all of this. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We want to. Yeah. Committing to the the right number of things in a day is the key. What's that art, right? Um, All right. So what did I say? I said here, they started 30 minutes ago. They'll have finished going over the agenda when I get back. So they will have finished when I get back. Yeah. And just to note that we do almost always make a contraction between the subject and will. They'll have finished. I'll have finished, right? We rarely will say, I will have finished. It's going to be I'll, they'll, she'll always. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then what would be the next one? And then you said, I think it'll have ended by the time you get here, right? So we have, it will have ended by the time you get here. Yeah. And I also want to make sure our listeners know this is not the only way to express this, right? Sometimes a native speaker might say, They'll be done oh, when yeah. you get back. <laughs> I might be more totally. likely, honestly, to They'll say that. They'll be done by the time you get back. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. And I, I think this happens a lot, too, if people are not positive that they're using future perfect correctly. Mm. Sometimes we'll almost edit ourselves and be like, uh, am I saying that right? I'm just going right. to say uh, they're going to be done by the time Other you get ways here. to say. <laughs> or the last one, you know, I think it'll be over by the time you totally. get here. Right. So mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just if people aren't sure if it's right what they're saying. I think it's also just laziness a little bit or what's more exciting. More informal. Oh, sure. I think that sounds a yeah. little more informal to say uh, it's going to be over yeah. by the time you get here. It does yeah. sound a little formal to use that future perfect. 
And it just takes a lot of time to say it. It's the grammar is a little long syllables, right? Yes. Yeah. But the important thing is we want you guys to know how to do it. So what's the takeaway for our listeners? Well, today? first, I just noticed in the role play, there's a little bonus I want to share very Ooh, quickly. Yes. When I said I was saying that I was 45 minutes away, I said, oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm 45 minutes out. Wow. And this is so native and natural. Instead of saying, I'm still 45 minutes away, I still have 45 minutes to drive. We say, I'm 45 minutes out, which is really native. I'm glad you said that. I didn't even notice that, but that is so natural. So Mm -hmm. natural. I'm 45 minutes out. Such a great other way to say away. Yeah. Yeah, Good bonus, right? So yeah, for a takeaway, guys, it's super helpful to be aware of all of these different verb tenses. But again, don't let it derail you. Do not ever hesitate to talk with someone in English and make that connection because you're worried about making a grammar mistake. Right? Don't let that stop you. Don't let that stress you out. There is value. It is worth trying to improve your grammar, knowing why we use which tense when, but don't let it keep you from a valuable connection. Yes. And on the lifestyle side, think about when you're over committing. So this doesn't yes. always happen to you <laughs> so that you're Don't not be like Aubrey. everything. Right? <laughs> Something's always done by the time you arrive. Try to avoid that. Right? See how, what is that sweet spot of the right number of things in a day where you're fulfilled, you feel busy, but you're not missing everything, right? (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) Who knew grammar could help us with our lifestyle goals? (laughs) I love it. So good. So good. All right, guys, hit follow if you love Allers English. And Aubrey, I'll see you again very soon. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.